All episodes of the Real Women in Business podcast reflect the opinions and views of the guest and Cass McCrory and do not reflect official policy or position of employers or clients. Thank you. You're listening to the Real Women in Business podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCrory, and in this podcast, we highlight women in all kinds of businesses. For yourself, someone else, full-time, part-time, overtime hustle, Together, we will learn from and with one another. And if we get it right, it'll lift us all. Let's get into it. Friends, today we're talking to Aria Lady. She is the founder of Mob Nation. She is a business mentor. And in this conversation, we talk about the importance of just starting where we are, about how getting in our head about the perfection And all of the other things is stopping us from giving our gift to the people that we could help right now. If you have been looking for a little nudge to move in the direction of your desire, this is the best episode. Let's get into it. Aria, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'd love for you to say a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Oh, what I do in the world. Uh, well, my name is Aria Lighty, and I'm the founder of The Mob Nation, which is a national alliance of mom-owned businesses. I'm also a business mentor, so it's a little bit of consulting, a little bit of coaching for uh, creative entrepreneurs, and I primarily focus and work with uh, women. I love that. You know, I was really excited to chat with you today because, you know, in December, we got kind of a scary statistic thrown at us of all of the job loss in December, 106% of it was women. Yeah. And this coronavirus has caused so many women to take a step out of the workforce or a step back in their roles, or how do we as women support one another and bring them back in? Like, what do we do? (laughs) Um, yeah, I've been talking about the statistic a lot. It is, um, alarming and that has pushed a lot of women to go start their own businesses. And so that's kind of where we come in is helping women that are, um, either taking their skills that they were doing in the corporate world and kind of making it into a freelance type of position or people that are like, you know what, (laughs) it's time that I finally just go follow this dream that I've always had of, you know, writing that book or starting that you know, coaching practice or whatever it is. So that's kind of where um, we come in and just uh, remind women like the importance of showing up for other women and how that changes the world. And um, if you're at any level of business where you can be able to reach out or mentor or, you know, support the women that are now entering this new scary world of business ownership to just show up, support them, buy their stuff, share their links, um, encourage them, let them know how brave they are for starting that, that business and, um, yeah, just celebrate them. If you're talking to a woman that is just at this precipice of saying, I I can't go back to 40 hours a week, I can't do it. (laughs) but I don't really know what to do next. What are you recommending these days? I think that all of us have that, um, like a calling that nudge, like, and it may sound like it's such a crazy idea. It might be something that we've been carrying in our hearts for a long time. So the first thing to know is that if 
you have that calling and that little like niggle in your heart to definitely just like follow that. And, um, it was meant for you to create that magic in the world. That's why it's on your heart. Um, I will be honest that when you enter business ownership, (laughs) you do work the 40 hours a week, (laughs) um, for yourself. But you know what? Like so many people say, I would rather work 80 hours a week for myself to avoid working 40 hours a week for somebody else. Um, but then you get to the point where you can outsource and then, you know, you can really have that life of freedom that we go after as entrepreneurs. Um, so just spend a lot of time listening to what you want to do, not what you think you should do. A lot of us have things that come so natural to us and so easy to us that we think we kind of like look over that as like a million dollar idea or a great business concept because it's so easy that we assume everybody, it comes easy to everybody else as well. Um, which isn't true. Like if there's something that is like, you could talk about it or do it in your sleep, like that's probably the business (laughs) or the million dollar idea. You've got something going there. Yeah. I think that's such a great way to start is to say, what comes really easily to me? What could I do? What do people come to me for? Say, ah, you could do this. Yes. You know, you mentioned this one piece and I think this is so important and it's to not start something you don't want to continue. (laughs) So, you know, this idea of like, you can just pour into your own business endlessly is kind of, it's a little dangerous. Cause like (laughs) that is how you burn out. No, definitely. Yeah. So be careful on that. And I, and I love this idea of like, what are we going to do next? I mean, I think one of the things that stops women that I work with and women that I've talked to on the podcast is this idea that they're figuring it out and now they know, and now it's going to be like that for the rest of time. Yeah. I mean, how many different iterations of your business have you had? (laughs) (laughs) a ton. And, um, I always say like, start where you're at and evolve, you know, as you go, like, don't wait until you have all the answers or you finish reading all the books or you get that next course completed, like just start where you're at and go because you'll evolve and you'll evolve organically. And you'll see the way that you serve your audience and you show up for your clients and you connect with your customers and you will find a way to like continuously grow, uh, with them and for them. So, um, it's constantly evolving (laughs) the idea that you have right now. It might, you might pivot, you might change, you might figure it out, or you might like scrap it all together. But all of that leads to like, you know, exactly where you're supposed to be at. They're all, all those steps are part of the process and they're so important. Yeah. I love that idea of just starting where you are because (laughs) truly that is the thing that stops us. And I found this even for myself recently is coming to this place of realizing that I was waiting until I was someplace else before I started something new. It's like, wait a second, that's just silly. Like I won't get there if I'm still waiting. Right. And there's people that are waiting, like they're just waiting for you to do that thing the way that only you can do it. You know, like a lot of us wait until we look like the other mentors in the world or the other business owners, but there are women specifically that are like craving that coach or book or podcast or whatever it is, networking group, like they're craving that in 
like the way that only you can do it because you each have like a different, you know, series of experiences and knowledge and skills and quirks and all of that stuff with us. And then when we're able to like show up as we are and bring that out into the world and not wait until we're quote unquote perfect, we can align with our, our, you know, best audience. We can serve from our best space. And we can also encourage women to start wherever they're at as well. Like, and just to show up authentically, because I think we have enough images of quote unquote perfection out there that make us feel like we're not good enough to go out and do the different things. But when we show up in our truth and our messy, authentic, you know, actions that we go and take, like we're inspiring women without even realizing it because they're like, oh my gosh, if she can do it, I can too. Like she can have a typo, (laughs) but still make a bunch of money. Like, you know, I've sold out my masterminds without a website. I used a Google, a Google form and there was like typos all over it, but (laughs) I sold it out because I'm good at what I do, you know? And so the other things didn't really matter as much as, you know, getting a pretty aesthetic website and all of those cool things, but not necessary things. Yeah. I think we really, you know, we think that the website is the business and it's not like your social media followers. That's not your business. Your website (laughs) is not your business. Your email list is not your business. Your business is, is somebody going to hand over their dollars for the value that you have to offer them? That's your business. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) I'm curious, like, as you are sitting in this seat today, what are you most excited about, about how your business is, is developing? Oh, um, well, so prior to COVID, so the Mom Nation is a national land for mom-owned businesses. We um, had about 30 in-person events per month across the nation from different leaders. And um, we've also had like in-person conferences and we had to make the what we thought temporary pivot to virtual, but we ended up reaching so many more people and having these amazing relationships built. And we've always had like a way where you could connect on a national level, but now this is just forcing you to like get out of your little local bubble. And like, you know, if you sell candles or you, you know, are an author, like now you're in front of an audience that is like so ready to promote your stuff. And, you know, we're seeing so many posts where it's like, oh my gosh, my jewelry is in a store in Texas and I live in Oregon or like, you know, my sunscreen is now in boutiques in Hawaii. Like it's, it makes me so excited to see the way that we've been able to not only pivot to survive, but use this opportunity to thrive and to connect with thousands of more uh, women and really be able to, um, help them thrive in this, um, difficult time right now as well. Yeah. I think that the, the barrier that was location, having that just kind of blow up in front of us has given us such a point of, uh, well, anything can happen here. And like, that's a really powerful space. It's also a space that can cause a lot of agita. Like I don't know which way to go. And so picking one can feel challenging. So it's exciting that that's unlocked something really awesome for yeah. your organization and for your clients. That's really cool. I think, um, you know, the internet has made the world so huge and so small at the same time. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way to put that. I love it. Yeah. There's, 
you would think that these women had been best friends for years, the way that they like connect on this level or support each other. Or, you know, if there's like a launch that somebody's doing, everyone's talking about it and they haven't met them in person, but they, you know, they just talk and connect um, every day. So it's just like a, it is an amazing opportunity. And now I have clients and um, friends internationally, you know, in, in London and Australia. So it's, it's amazing to continue to grow in those ways. I love that. As you are in the midst of your own work, what is bringing (laughs) you ease and joy these days? Ease and joy. Um, I love, I'm actually like tapping into allowing myself to have the freedom and ease that, you know, we talk about as entrepreneurs and allowing myself to not make things hard. So I'm really in a season where like I outsource all of the things that I don't (laughs) like, um, say no to the things that don't like align with me or will not be bringing me joy and then make more room for space of like, I'm loving sleeping in and taking, you know, two hours to drink my cup of coffee, like having slow mornings again. Um, and so while that's bringing tons of joy, it's also like, I have to constantly like meet those limiting beliefs. Like (laughs) it's okay to have this ease. It's okay for things to be easy. It's okay for you not to be burnt out and stressed all the time. Like you're allowed to just enjoy life day to day. Um, and then I I live right next to the beach. So I'm at the beach (laughs) a lot, long, long walks in the morning. That's awesome. Yeah. I always say, you know, when you first move into entrepreneurship, there's this, reticence to, to take advantage of all of the flexibility and ease that's available to you. Um, and we have to model that, like, that's not learned if you don't have a model for, (laughs) you know, what does it look like to not respond to emails at two 30 in the morning? Yes. We need that. We do. Yeah. There's this, there's this terrible thing that's sold to us about like, that we have to be hustling, that success and money is so hard to come by. And that, you know, especially women and especially moms, like we have to be a martyr for our businesses and our families. And then like self-care and all of that self-love and joy is earned after you like tick all the boxes instead of knowing like it can be easy. the more, the easier that it is, the better you can show up as well for your clients or your customers, um, the more impact you can make on the world. And then also like life is just supposed to be enjoyed. And this whole idea of like your value being tied into your productivity is just so I'm so over that concept. So (laughs) yes. Oh yes. To all of that, all of that. (laughs) When you look forward you know, where do you think women need to be looking next in order to capitalize on what's possible as businesses continue to embrace being more virtual? Oh, what do I think women, what's coming next for women? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, hmm, I think that we're just stepping into a new season and a new era of everything that we just talked about, about like allowing it to be easy, um, building a solid support system. I think that 2020 as damaging as it was, it also taught us like what's important and forced us to slow down, forced us to be in this, you know, space where we're, you know, 
or just at ease, like we've been talking about. So I think that that is what we're looking forward to next is to get over this hustle idea, to step more into your zone of genius, to know that life is short and things can change anytime. So are you doing the things that make you happy? Um, and then charge your worth, charge your value, like make a ton of money <laughs> because women can change the world when we have more control of the wealth. So I think we are all together as a collective stepping into this new era, this new high level versions of ourselves and also seeing the importance of supporting each other because like that's what we need each other to get through these types of things and so if you realize that you needed like a support system like now <laughs> more than ever like go out and find your people and connect with them yeah I think that of the women that I work with and speaking for myself too when you see everybody in a place of kind of done I mean, I think that's how I would recognize it in my friends' faces and my clients' faces. It's just like, I'm just, I'm kind of done. I'm just tired. <laughs> yes. It's really difficult to ask for what you need when you mm -hmm. feel like everybody is at that point of yeah. exhaustion. And yeah. that's when we have to like, look at that value exchange. It's like, okay, it is <laughs> worth it to me to replenish so that I can then be a help to these other people. Like mm -hmm. I'm no good. Right. Yes. Rest and recovery. Like I said, you don't earn those things. Those are mandatory investments for the health of your business, the health of your family, the health of you, like you have to protect your space. And again, that goes back to when you're doing that, when you're healing yourself, you help heal the collective and other women get permission to take rest too, to take breaks. Like, oh my gosh, you're taking a break. Like, oh my gosh, you outsourced that. Like, yep. <laughs> I yes. sure did. Yes. Yes. This rest and recovery is being not just like necessary, but already earned. Yes. Yes. Just, yeah. just from you being a human, you deserve to have um, rest and relaxation and joy and ease and flow. Um, just as it's, you don't have to do anything to earn it or to, you know, mark off a box and then you can go have those things. Yeah. I will tell you that the marking off on the box thing, I have started to put those rest and recovery actions on my list. Yes. Because if I don't put them on the list, I can deprioritize them. Right. Yeah. Like well, that's real. Yes, definitely. I have my non-negotiables on my calendar as well. Like things that I know that are like mandatory for me. And I have to put that on there. So one, nobody can book that time with me yeah. <laughs> on the calendar. It doesn't show available, but also reminding me that that's as much of a priority that I owe myself as me showing up for a client and giving them, you know, my time and energy, like that is my time. I'm responsible to myself to show up and to pour into myself during that time. So I love that you brought that up. That's, that's a great way to, to make it <laughs> Yeah. A, a visual in your head. Like this is just as an important meeting as anything else that you have on your calendar for the day. Aria, I'm curious, what is on your non-negotiables list? Like what are you <laughs> doing on the non-negotiables list? Um, well, I love um, long walks and that usually like sets my day up for success if I'm able to get those in. Um, really quiet time with my coffee. Um, journaling, even if it's just um, like adding 
like three things I'm grateful for onto a paper. Um, and then I also either read or um, pick an Oracle card for the day. Nice. Yeah. I, I find, you know, we have a morning coffee time. My husband and I share coffee every morning. We pull up a tarot card. Yeah. You know, we have that moment to just kind of, all right, this is where we're resetting so that we can come forward with hopefully our very best selves. Yeah. I and love that. I love that you have your partner involved. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it is really, he's an amazing guy. So I'm very lucky on that. Um, definitely. It wasn't always that way. So it's one of those things where it's, you appreciate it a ton when it's something that you've cultivated and generated yes. together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have to be so intentional about it and, and communicate. And, um, it is possible. I have the same story with my partner too. It, it wasn't always, you know, a good flow. Um, and he's very like forced, you know, just that masculine energy of like work, work, work. And that's the only way that you get things done. You push through the pain. You don't like rest, you know? And yeah. so I'm like all in this like flowy space. So it's like, it's a nice merger. So, I mean, it took a decade to do it, but <laughs> Right. here we are worth it <laughs> yeah absolutely so Aria, I've loved this conversation if there is one piece of advice you were to give to a woman a mom that's just starting a business what would it be I think I just have to reiterate that start where you're at um because I think that you can hear it and still go play the comparison game and still go watch all these highlight reels um start where you're at keep showing up you have no idea who you're inspiring. Like I hear from people like years later and they're like, it was because of you that I did this or I like moved forward on this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never even knew that you saw that post or, you know, so just continue to show up as your most authentic self. Um, and it will continue to pay off. And, um, I mean, even podcast interviews a year ago, two years ago, when I was really like getting heavy and situations, I would have like terrible anxiety right before it, or, you know, and now, I mean, it's still tons of room for improvement. We always do, but now it's just like, okay, <laughs> hit record, have the conversations, you know, like you can't get better unless you just start showing up and, and taking the messy action and knowing that it's okay. If you don't have a perfect website, the practice of it all allows for so much just curiosity. Yes. Yeah. So much growth. And, and like I said, people will evolve with you. They'll watch that evolvement. And like, that's how you build such a true loyal connection. Like I have clients and mob members and, and friends that these relationships have cultivated over, you know, 15 years. And, um, it's just, yeah, just, just keep showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Grow together. Yeah. I've got a lightning round of questions for you, but before we get in there, how can people find you online? Um, well, I am at arialighty.com. Um, you can find out about the mob nation for our events, um, and for mob membership at themobnation.com. And I, um, spend a lot of time on Instagram. So at arialighty to have, um, conversations and connect over there. Awesome. What is the go-to song you listen to when you need to up your energy? Oh my gosh. Um, probably boss by Rick Ross or, um, let's go by trick daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you wake up? Um, anytime between seven and 10, I love to just 
let it see where the day is going to go. What does breakfast look like? Uh, coffee, but don't model my behavior. <laughs> morning person or night owl um I guess night owl neither I thrive right in the afternoon <laughs> all right cool that's awesome you know it's great to know where you're at like yeah. when am I going to be my best give right. me them yeah I tried to be a morning person I'm not and I can be successful in the span of the afternoon time <laughs> what is a book you've given or recommended the most Probably you are a badass at making money. Yeah, that's such a good one. And it's great on Audible as well. Oh my gosh, yes. Please, you have to hear it on Audible. Aria, how can somebody help you feel appreciated? Um, I'm big on words of affirmation. So just letting me know that something that I did helped you or something that I did served you um, or tagging, sharing, all of that. I love it. Thanks so much for sharing some time with us today. And uh, we'll be looking at themomnation.com and we'll find you online. Awesome. Thank you so much.